welcome to episode one of Uncut, the podcast for makers with Alice, Atia and Juliet. This episode is sponsored by the wonderful Sew Me Sunshine, an independent online fabric and haberdashery shop. And they ship worldwide, so wherever you're listening to us, you can shop with them. You can find them online at sewmesunshine.co.uk and they're on Instagram at sewmesunshine.uk. And we have a little discount code for you, so make sure you keep listening. Uh, right, so how are you both? How have you uh, been? Well, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah. 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 Atia, yeah, you well? been okay. Yeah, we, uh, um, I was saying like last week my uh, job, my surgery closed down, the, the one I was, I've been working at, so uh, that's been a big change. Uh, so I had a few days off, which was nice, and uh, now I'm back into work again. Lovely. <laughs> Do you know, the funny thing is, I actually haven't, go- I haven't gone anywhere. I mean... It was some sad. I've been on well, but I'm I'm fine now. And um it hasn't been that we've just been carrying on as normal. Actually, it feels like lockdown is still on. Um, my daughter's still going to yeah. school because she's in year one. Here in the UK, we've got the year ones and year sixes. Well, different schools are doing things differently, but she's been back at school and um that's just it. We've just got our routine in that sense. But um I've been okay, I've been mm-hmm. fine. Not been making though. <laughs> You haven't. I have not been making though. No. <laughs> no. I found it really Actia. well. I've started making uh, a liberty dress, um, oh. and it's it's turning it's turning out really nice. But I'm going really really slow with it because firstly I was a bit afraid to cut into the fabric, so, yeah. so I made a, a, a like made my practice version. It was okay, and then I cut cut it out, and then I didn't manage to work on it at all for a whole week um so then I did a bit more at the weekend and I'm hoping I'll be able to finish it this week but things keep getting in the way this week for some reason <laughs> it's been quite busy. what what pattern are you doing it is um one of the McCall's patterns it's the Blythe McCall's um oh. so I don't know if you know like um the Vampire's Wife and like there's a few other designer brands yes. which do kind of very yeah. floaty um pattern dresses so it's kind of in that style mm. um and I had to make a few adjustments to the length and sleeves and different things um so yeah there's been a few extra bits that I don't normally do um and mm. I've also decided to do a scallop edging on the sleeves and on the hem um so that's going to mm. be quite a bit of extra work as well so yeah yeah take my time beautiful I think I saw a snippet of it on your Instagram stories Atia about the scallop yeah yeah. I've got kind of a bad yeah. habit of posting things on stories and then never ever posting it on my feed. <laughs> and then, um, so there's a couple of things I made, which like I made at the Wixton Howery jacket. I've never posted it on my feed because, well, it was too hot. So I thought it just looks like, you know, something that you wouldn't want to wear at this time. Yeah. So maybe it'll come out a bit more in the winter. Um, but I tend to just like post something when I've completely finished it now. Yeah. Uh, whereas before, just like bits along the way. So maybe that's, I don't know, maybe it's more interesting for people seeing things. Well, there you go, people. Well. <laughs> if you want to know what Atia's making, keep an eye on both her stories and on her main. Yeah. At, is it Bright Moves? <laughs> the Bright Moves? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. Um, Alice, how are you? Uh, so I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. So I've kind I am, um, I did, I've sewn one dress. And it was kind of a bit of a palate cleanser that was needed because this is what I wanted to talk to you about, both about. I think I've hit a bit of a style rut um, and I don't really know what to make, like what suits me or is it that, is it my age and I'm reaching a new era in my style or what? I don't know, but I keep kind of second guessing everything. Mm. So 
it's not a crisis it's not anything you know huge that I'm kind of over dramatizing it mm-hmm. but I feel that kind of what what I wear really affects how I feel and how I approach my work and it you know changes my mood um yeah so I just thought I'd see if either of you mm-hmm. like if you've been through anything similar and what what, what do I do <laughs> <laughs> I feel like whenever I think of your style I think of that um is it a lumpy shirt dress I don't know what yeah. it's one of the named ones that's the kind of like what I think of as your style but um yeah I guess like I kind of like also in a, similarly in a you know kind of like a midi dress with frills rut <laughs> so I probably need yeah. to change my style <laughs> a bit as well yeah <laughs> Well, it's good. It, it, yeah, I suppose that's part of it. Our, it. It ties in well with our, our theme for today, doesn't it, Alice? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the style rut and the kind of, can you lose your sojo or your, what's the equivalent for crafting and making? I don't know. But um, yeah, so how do you two, do you intentionally approach your style anyway? Or do you just kind of make whatever you feel? Like, do you feel like you have to sit, fit a style or do you just go with your gut? Well, um, well, from my my side of things, um, as a maker who well, a person who makes clothes, I I go through like phases because I create my own patterns mostly. I go through phases mm. where I just can't be bothered to stretch my brain to actually create something from scratch. <laughs> yeah, I then I go into a rut. And um, yeah, I mean things like because I might because okay, so mainly I create. I, I'm more of a um, like occasion wear person I like to create occasion wear and mm-hmm. like things that are you know I'm a bit of a show-off when it comes to my craft because I like to show <laughs> and um, I mean I went through a period when where um, you know I wouldn't make I wouldn't normally wear anything I've made to work because there's nothing I've really made that suits my job as a teacher and um, mm-hmm. so yeah my style had to change slightly in that I had to make things that were a bit more casual so um I go through periods of time when I go through Pinterest, I see so many beautiful ideas and I've just got an overload of things that I would really love to make. And um, it just overwhelms me and I just like stop. So um, I, don't, I don't know, should we start talking about things to do to get out of it? Or are we still, I'll let you at it. Yeah. What, what do you? Well, yeah, I kind of have, a, I don't really, I'd never really do my own patterns. I sometimes will hack a pattern a little bit just to make it, you know, just a simple thing like a length or a frill or something like that. But um, one thing that I find is that like, you know, sometimes I just can't be bothered learning a new technique or something like, or like I haven't done zips in a long time. So I don't want to make anything with a zip in because it's <laughs> going to be, you know, an extra effort to, to do. Um, but then you do end up being like, okay, I'm, always making like a you know a basic t-shirt or I'm always making a simple dress and um and then that kind of obviously you're always making the same style your clothes the same type of pattern your style ends up being all very similar Hmm. so um yeah I think that you know I think you do have to mix up a little bit to keep it interesting true and yeah I mean I think I, I tend to sort of go between like the fabric being the thing that I change so like the pattern or the you know, the colours and the patterns can make a huge difference to the appearance anyway, or even like the structure of a, you know, a dress or that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So that can change the appearance quite a lot. But then, you know, sometimes you need to do something drastically different to to kind of really challenge yourself and your style a bit. Mm. Mm. Where do you both look for inspiration? And do you, do you 
look differently for dressmaking and for like interiors and other crafts? Pinterest is my go-to. <laughs> most. Yeah. I love going to, into Pinterest to just um, get ideas of ways that people have used, say, for example, um, cotton fabrics or Ankara fabrics, or to have a look and see how people have used denim to create um, other things. So I've got this fabric. It's a lightweight denim fabric, but it's got um, gold accents on it. And I feel like it it's a bit too... I saw it at the shop, bought it, didn't have an idea of what I was going to make with it. But then... Um, I bought it. And then when I bought it, I, f- I felt it was going to be too much. So I wanted to see if other people have used similar type of fabric to create other things just to get inspiration. So Pinterest is my go-to. That's interesting. because I use Pinterest quite a lot for interiors um, projects and mm-hmm. sometimes like, you know, like patchwork and things like that, but I don't really tend to use it that much for uh, clothes and dressmaking because I don't, I don't feel like there's, a, maybe I'm not looking very much for that, but I don't feel like there's a lot of, um, inspiration on there so I tend to go for the hashtag of whichever pattern I'm wanting to make on Instagram or sometimes I'll just go through like um you know like a hashtag like handmade wardrobe or uh, that's probably the one I most commonly look at or indie pattern Mm -hmm. sometimes Mm -hmm. just to get ideas um there's a few other new ones which I quite like like the so happy color one by Katie Courtman um and the there's a like a fashion one which is not a handmade one like wear happy color which is quite a nice one as well um Mm. so like you know I I tend to just be inspired more for dressmaking with my Instagram more than with Pinterest but I think Pinterest is really a useful tool as a search engine generally it's a good search engine what about you Alice where do you get inspiration from so I I love high fashion and runway so I I read a lot of print magazines, actually. I know they, they say print's mm. dead, but mm. I am personally keeping the industry alive. I think. Have you got a um, I you love put your stash of magazines? Where do you hide your stash? So I have, I have a couple of boxes in our garage <laughs> <laughs> that I've hidden away that I'm, I'm sure one day will be worth something. Um, but I just kind of gas them around my flat. So which magazines um, do I you just think, look at then? Just Vogue and Elle. Mm. It's not Ooh. any kind of, you know, niche or out there magazines I, I do it's very much mainstream where I look um mm. but I just think they're you know they do what they say on the tin they're really inspirational and like this month's magazines uh editions so is it July August are all about the autumn winter runway coverage so it's a proper like smorgasbord of inspiration mm. and mm. It's, it's a really that, brilliant that's issue. interesting because I never really um got interested in in print magazines because um I mean, I guess I used to look at the high street type ones, um, you know, before I used to sew for myself because just to see what I could buy. But um, mm. the high fashion ones, I feel like it's just unrelatable to my normal lifestyle. I just feel like, you know, I'm not going to wear like a, I don't know, a taffeta big dress or something. <laughs> you know. Yeah, exactly. So like, um, you know, it just feels like, and then obviously the price tags are obviously not affordable. So it just feels a bit like, I don't know it just doesn't feel useful to me in the same way that um Um, you know I don't know going on somewhere when I can see I can recreate that that design Mm -hmm. or that sort of thing Mm -hmm. I wonder what our listeners I think that's partly well yeah I was going to ask actually yeah if anyone has any advice or yeah you can share with us on Instagram yeah under our, our post for today's episode to let us know where they get their inspiration or if they even have a style style rot in their crafts and whatever they do wow 
I suppose like have you do you approach it differently because we we all do different kinds of crafts so it's could you have like Atia you do a lot with interior design mm-hmm. so do you ever kind of hit a slump there well when I first when we first bought our house which was four years ago everything uh in terms of paint colors was very neutral so like mm-hmm. and like so the hallways like pale gray and the front room is gray and the so we've got another room at the back which is white mostly um so I feel like I've kind of changed in that I would want to be a bit more bold with color um that's same with generally most things that I'm doing I just want to be a bit more like saturated color but then I'm a bit too scared to actually just do it because there's a bit more of a commitment with interiors with clothes you can just be like I mean obviously you don't want to make something that you're not going to wear you know you know more than once or twice but at the same time you're, you're not looking at it every single day for potentially years so um it's quite a big commitment to make some you know change something which is you know going to be there for a long time yes um yeah in terms of other things like um with knitting in terms of inspiration um i feel like again with knitted thing it's a big commitment compared to sewing as well if you're making i mean it can take me a few months to make something so again you want to make something that you're you know you're going to use and wear for a long time so I tend to go for more classic styles I think than I do with um with sewing so I don't have to necessarily you know see that for a long period of time it's not gonna be a big commitment or investment of time hmm wow yeah but um do you know one thing that I do Alice I I like to um when I find myself in that rut and I feel like I've lost my my mojo (laughs) my creative mojo I like to um not work my brain too much i just go ahead and um just follow instructions blindly not blindly is it blindly how would you say well i I just go ahead and follow instructions so i use my commercially my one of my purchased sewing patterns so i would probably grab a tilly and a button sewing pattern or uh i don't know a buy in london tried tried and tested a tried and tested sewing pattern so i just Mm -hmm. grab it and um, go ahead with something that's already been made and i don't have to work too hard to figure things out and won't worry if um, this would work or that won't work so i I, that helps me to get back into the mojo get my mojo back and with that i can just go straight back into creating new things yeah and one thing I find helpful oh, is just to not um, not put pressure on yourself. Like, I mean, we all have enough clothes, don't we? So, like, you know, <laughs> if, you, if you just don't know what to make or you don't feel like making something, then just give it a break and see, you know, when the inspiration strikes, then you'll just enjoy it so much more. So yeah. a couple of times, you know, I've done that. So, okay, let's just do some other things for a little while. And then when I see something, I really know I really want to make that, then you just get back into it. Mm, yeah. That's really good advice, actually. Yeah, maybe I need to just kind of step away from the sewing machine for a couple of weeks. And yeah, because I think you end up, I end up over, really overthinking it. Uh-huh. And then like looking at my clothes, I'm like, oh God, what if I'm, I think there's a self-doubt. And I think, because you know, you can get your colours done mm. and someone yeah, can assess. Yeah. I think you hold up all these different colour scarves and they give you like a palette of colors that basically are your like these 100% suit you these you could wear as tonal accents or as a print on something yeah i don't think i would ever do that because i don't think i would agree with what they decided for me you're a rebel (laughs) because no it's just that i i just have a really set like i mean a lot of people say that oh you know 
you match like when I take a picture at home or something like oh you match your walls or your you know your radiator or whatever it is but it's because I just always like the same palette of colors so it's kind of goes through to lots of other things that I'm you know you know in my home and in you know that I wear Mm. so I just think if they tell me that your you know you suit brown and burnt orange or red or something I'll just be like nope (laughs) (laughs) well um do you know I was gonna I was also wondering people who are listening who are crocheters or knitters or you know other crafts that people even I mean people who do like sugar crafts and stuff like that I wonder if they go through you know ruts when it comes to their creativity and um, what they do to get out of it you know yeah, I mean, yeah, I saw you share with yeah. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, lovely. Well, thank you so much for your words of wisdom. Um, yeah, I needed that. Um, and yeah, so if anyone does have any more advice, please, please do comment on our Instagram or or contact us at Uncut Podcast and underscore. Yes. Um, and as promised. The, uh, the little 15% off discount for Save Me Sunshine. The code is uncut, all uppercase. Uh, so yeah, thanks again, ladies. And thank you everyone for listening. Thank you. Have you got any uh, goodbye words for our listeners? <laughs> um, well, all I say is, well, based on what Atia said, I'll just um, piggyback on that and say, don't put too much pressure on yourself and take a break step away and come back to it later <laughs> yeah i definitely agree with that i think we we're all doing this for fun so we have to keep it fun and mm. uh, interesting yes absolutely well thank you everyone take care and we'll see you next time bye bye, bye.